0: Welcome to Dogs Are Smarter Than People, with New York Times bestselling author Carrie Jones
1: and her adorable husband, Sean Farrar. Thanks for hanging out with us as we give some life tips and real life marriage banter.
0: Let's get started now with a random thought. (laughs)
1: <laughs> you're tired. All,
0: you're all, all whacked now, baby. I'm, I'm all
1: sorry. whacked out, man. How are you doing? I'm not doing all that great, man. Really? Why not? I'm tired. <laughs>
0: I'm tired, too.
1: Mother's Day took a lot out of me, but mostly seeing people's anti-Mother's Day posts took a lot out of me. Oh, yeah. Because people have a lot of feelings about their mothers. Well, yeah,
0: they're not all good.
1: No, but though. it kind of lets you not enjoy having had an okay mother, you know, because you're like, oh, I feel so bad for this person and this person, this person and this person. I can't be happy. Uh,
0: that's just wrong. Okay. If you had a great mother and you like to, or you are a great mother, well,
1: you we can't have that either.
0: And you like to appreciate or be appreciated, then you should fucking be able to do it. I'm you don't care.
1: We people have
0: to like, crap on everybody else's parade like that are just idiots. Well,
1: they just want to share their sadness. Okay, you so. You can share
0: your sadness without asking other people to be like, oh, you What's the word? You're triggering me when you say happy mother. I put Day a lot more,
1: my mother sucked ass. I put a lot more care emojis down on my Facebook friends' posts than love emojis, so I'm just saying. Um. So, scientists, according to the New York Post. Yeah. Has discovered that evil people share a dark triad or triad. <laughs> oh, I'm oh, really? So tired of traits. Do you want to hear what those are? Yes. Well, they live. They list four, but they say in their. It did say three, triad. i yeah. saw. It. All right. So direct quote here from the New York Post is. And, you know, we want to take this seriously because, obviously, it's all about facts and consistency yeah. when you have three in the headline but four in your lead. And their lead is psychopathy, egoism, sadism, and narcissism – ooh, so sexy
0: – are among <laughs> the traits
1: considered to be a part of the dark side of four humanity. Of your favorite traits, baby. And Renew Research has found people who exhibit these traits all share a common characteristic –
0: Really? Yeah. Do they tell us what that is? Well,
1: eventually. Yeah. You have to go down really, really, really far. Is that it's basically they put their own interests ahead of anyone else's. Every child
0: ever. Yeah, right? Almost. I was thinking, you know, this is going to (laughs) sound a lot like somebody I might know. They don't like themselves
1: at all. Does that
0: mean they can't
1: be a narcissist? No, I think that narcissism has an app. Like, we always just think narcissists are people who are thinking that they're hot. Right. But I think that narcissism actually has, it's really more about doing the things that make you happy and feel good to the detriment of everybody else right. you don't give an f about anybody else no, I would agree. because yeah, sure. you just want to build up and build on your own needs what right? about egoism it's kind of the same thing <laughs> all right maybe that's well, why they had three and four i was
0: gonna say so <laughs> they need to clarify a little.
1: another okay according to the post obviously beacon of journalism. Another common characteristic researchers observed was the ability to take pleasure from causing other people pain. I know. And that the most predominant of these tendencies known as the dark triad, which includes psychopathy, a lack of empathy, narcissism, excessive self-absorption, Right? So yeah. it's not just like, oh, I'm so pretty. Right. You can be wicked self-absorbed without ever thinking. Oh, pretty. right. I wasn't thinking that. And right. the third one is Machiavellianism. The belief that the ends justify the means. Oh. Mm. <gasps> <laughs> I do know someone like that. Do you? Yes. Yeah. I won't
0: talk Okay, you can tell another. Um
1: anyways, interesting, right? Very much so. Yeah. So like I think it kinda ties into our topic today about hacking into other people's brands. But before that, let's just have a little bit of joy. Okay. And according to Newsweek, there was a yellow brick road discovered at the bottom of the ocean.
0: Who the heck puts that there? Oz. <laughs> is is that where is that where the real what do you call it? Wizard of Oz yeah, lives? Or follow the under, yellow brick Like road. at the
1: bottom of the we'll ocean? Or follow the yellow brick road. Or follow we'll the, follow follow the, follow, 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 follow the yellow brick road. You don't know that? The Munchkins?
0: Yeah, maybe I'm familiar with the Wizard of Oz. Oh, but all right. well, Where is the Wizard of Oz located? Uh, I don't know. Up wherever the tornado goes. Right. So we don't know. There's no specific name for that. No. Oh,
1: okay. Oz.
0: Oz? The, That's
1: wizard why he's of the wizard of Oz. Oz. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> oh my god, that was so funny. Okay, so anyway so,
0: so Oz is at the bottom of the ocean
1: as well. Some saying. people think it's Oz, some people think it's Atlantis, some people think whatever. Um, but apparently they um found a geological formation. They picked up some rocks with a robot arm, and it looks like a yellow brick road it looks like a man-made road it's an underwater structure and they found it using the nautilus which is an exploration vessel operated remotely and uh it was over near uh hawaii that's crazy i know it's pretty cool i'll have a but, link to it in our like, podcast was letters. it like a man-made brick
0: i don't know, they know uh, okay. yet they uh, are going to study it uh, the way scientists We'll never know the ending then. Never, because we we'll we'll never, never stumble upon the phone to follow up 12 years later.
1: No, we don't. Oh, but don't say that. That's so negative.
0: It negative. is. Man. There's nothing positive about this life.
1: All right, that's. I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, it's oh. our general part of our podcast. <laughs> Good job, baby. Thank you. Um, And our podcast episode is called You Can Totally Hack Into Other People's Heads with a hatchet. Jeez, what is wrong with you tonight? <laughs> All right, so anyways, you can totally hack into other people's heads, and it sounds sort of dastardly, right? Really? But the, what we're really talking about here is that you can tweak other people's memories. No, Yeah. On Mind Hacks, Heather Fischel cites the work of Dr. John Leith and writes,
0: Once an event occurs and time moves on, it becomes a part of your memory. Each time you recall that event and its details... Smells, sounds, details, and so on. They said details twice. You're not, in fact, remembering the original moment. Instead, you're recalling the last time you remembered that memory.
1: But it's more than that, right? We can tweak the memories that we have to make better stories. And we kind of want to as humans, right? So official says... Wired writer Jonah Lair... Laleigh- <laughs>
0: Points out, human nature makes us love stories, and the more exciting and engaging a story is, the more we'll want to share it. As a result, when we recount our memories both internally and to others, we ignore any facts that don't suit the plot. Mm. Our minds allow us to toss aside any information that we dislike, replacing truth with pure fiction. Why? We simply want to fit in, and unless we change what we remember... Our stories will suck.
1: So, right? That's, like, so interesting to me. Because we'll tweak our memories so we don't look dumb and so we fit in and so we can tell a better story. But we usually don't even realize that we're doing it. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we have totally false memories. No way. Yes. So what is a false memory? Well, according to Very Well Mind, false memories are?
0: Are misremembered, distorted, or fabricated recollections of past events. Such memories can be trivial such as mistakenly remembering where you <laughs> where you put your car keys you don't usually remember where you put but anyways they can also be much more serious
1: so like there are big time consequences of false memory and stuff of novels and TV shows like And the plots, you know, they're like false convictions, financial losses, lawsuits, children dying in heated locked cars. Like, those are really, really big things. And it's because our brain is having a false memory. Like, you think you didn't leave your car or your child in the heated car and your wife or your husband has it, right? Right. But you had it and you just don't remember having it. But it's also... A much smaller scale thing, and it happens to almost everyone. You're sure you've left your cell phone on the desk? It's not on a desk. Oh, yeah. It's on the table. You have to wonder how many poltergeist cases, right, are yeah. rooted in false memories. Because sure. they're always like, no. I left the closet door shut, yeah. but the closet door is open. Right. No, I like totally locked the door, but the right. door is unlocked, right? And then they were like, oh, Poltergeist did it, because why not? <laughs> like, or... You think you saw Bigfoot when you were six,
0: but did you really care?
1: I'm not sure, and I'm the first to admit that I'm no longer sure if I saw Bigfoot when I was six. Like, was it really a bear that I switched into Bigfoot? Was it a serial killer who was hanging out in that park at that time? I don't know, but my brain has made a very big Bigfoot story around it. But I'm smart enough to know, maybe not. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was
0: going to vouch for you because you mentioned that recently a couple times when you've talked about that story.
1: Yeah, like I don't know for sure if my brain has, because I'm a creative human, like... Created a mythos around that moment in time where something obviously happened to me. Right. But did I just try to make sense out of what Matt happened to me versus do I really know what happened to me? Exactly. Is that weird? No, it's not weird at all.
0: Something utterly horrible could have happened to you.
1: It could have been that serial killer. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So anyways, there was a serial killer in the state park
0: but at the same time. But you still alive, so. Yeah. What, other, what horrible thing could a serial killer have done to you?
1: <laughs> I don't know. I could have just seen something I wasn't meant to oh, see. Oh, yeah. He could have been like dextering a human body out in the woods. He there. did dexter human bodies out in that woods. And then he put them in like oil cans or some sort of can and uh, kind of half buried them. And, nice. Yeah, it was really bad. All right, yay, New Hampshire. Anyways.
0: We're <laughs> to start back at that, Very Well Mind.
1: Um, very Well Mind has three strategies culled from researchers to help deal with those false memories, which we're quoting here.
0: One use imagery. Researchers have found that when people use imagery to create to create a visual representation of information, their memory for that information is better and less susceptible
1: to false memories. Yeah, so like if you're trying to remember something, and I mean if something happens and you know you really want to remember it, boom, take it. You know, like create an image to it. Right.
0: Two, search your memory. Experts also suggest that selectively searching memory for mistakes and falsehoods can sometimes
1: be helpful. It's very helpful. And three.
0: Evaluate and corroborate memories. If you find a memory that you aren't sure about, evaluating it based on your expectations and then col- collaborating it using other people's recollections or other historical data can help verify or disprove it.
1: Right. But what's really really wild is that psychiatrists like Elizabeth Loftus, who some people hate and some people love, have found that there's a misinformation effect that happens with memories. So let's say you witness and experience an event, right? And then talk about it or question about it in a leading way via tweet. You view tweets, you view news stories, or you're exposed to the wrong information repeatedly. That can change your memory. Mm -hmm. Novelists can use this to help develop plots for novels, right? Mystery writers do this all the time. Like they make the detective call out the inconsistency in the witness's testimony. And sometimes in real life in novels, people confess to a crime because of a false memory, believing, I spell believing wrong, they have committed (laughs) a crime even though they haven't. But people can do this to each other too, as Fischl writes. Try
0: lying to them in a different way. Tell them they didn't complete a task that they, in fact, did. For example, if your roommate can't seem to understand that doors need to be locked when leaving home, point out the unlocked door every single time you leave. Do this repeatedly over time, and your roommate will start double-checking and questioning himself every time he leaves home. Did I lock the door? Did
1: I completely forget? So you can totally change people's behavior... If you're Manipulated enough To do that Right You can hack Into their brains You've been doing that For so many years What are the ethics here Some people believe This can be a force For good You know Like mm-hmm. You can get sure. your kid To stop eating ice cream If you keep saying it. Every time you eat ice cream You throw up But Is controlling another person Ever really a force For good It's like Gaslighting, but tweaked. You know, like yeah, yeah. so. You should use that knowledge wisely, my friends. <laughs> Do you get it though? Like, oh that yeah! Sense I,
0: like, I I know that I've experienced that, what? and I feel I I experience it more frequently all the time as I get older. Like false oh, memory. Like oh yeah, you know. Where do I put my phone? It's not in the place where I put it every single freaking time. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah,
1: but like, why? Like, why? Like, why do we do that in our brains? And then it's because we're not paying attention, I guess. A lot of times, I think it is. But also, like, how are we letting other people tweak our memories and our truths? You know what I mean? Right, like, right.
0: I mean, I don't know. I'm not going to tell you because then you might begin to unravel all the life changes I've given you. Yeah, I know. Like, years how, we've been together. like
1: how much I swear more now, right?
0: Well, I didn't cause that. I, you, totally. I just allowed that door that you wanted to open to open.
1: <laughs> like I'm such a less confident human being now that I'm.
0: Well, I don't know about that. Shouldn't be because of, you should have more confidence. After no, all because all you're these always years telling of me what
1: I'm what I've done wrong? No,
0: that's not true. Yeah. mm
1: Yeah, like Carrie, you're not allowed to touch like the chainsaw. Carrie, don't climb up on the stairs. Maybe. Carrie, don't.
0: You know. What? That's for your own good.
1: See, that's what that's you do really when you beh- say you're hacking in the machine. That's not brain. behavior
0: modification.
1: It is behavior modification. <laughs>
0: If you didn't have to have me tell you which side of the knife was the sharp one, <laughs> I wouldn't worry so much about so the chainsaw. <laughs> <It's
1: so funny. laughs> do you ever want to hack into my brain oh, and make no. me do things differently? Oh heck no! What? You liar! Oh, he <laughs> rolled his eyes. He's a liar. Ah. I'm not. But it's fun to think about whether or not other people have hacked into your brain, but also how you can hack into your own brain and try to find out what truths really are there. What are the real memories? What are the ones Man, that, that have become real. really good stories that you just retell over and over and over again at, um, when you're doing school visits? That takes on author personal tours. insight, doesn't it? Yes, it does, and that's
0: scary. If you have sugar. a memory, and you want all of a sudden think it's not true.
1: Like that. It's so interesting, though. Yeah, I know. Did I see Bigfoot or not? It's very interesting. I can even smell it, though. Man, I smelled that. (laughs) Maybe that was a dead body from the serial killer. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Go hack into your friends' brains, my friends. But
0: But don't get caught.
1: And do it ethically.
0: (laughs) Hey there. Thanks for listening. The dogs are smarter than people. Please be sure to like, subscribe, and share your heart out.
1: These podcasts and more are at my website, blog.
0: There's even a little donation button there. Because even a dollar inspires a happy dance in Carrie. And Sean. But hers are much better than mine. His are funnier. So thank you so much for your support.
1: <laughs> the music you hear here is made available through the Creative Commons, and it's a bit of a shortened track
0: who is the artist and what's the song well it's
1: summer spliff by broke for free i love that song he does just because of the name he does
0: thanks Thanks for for listening so much